Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. You just heard Maria Chaleos report that there are 343 new cases of the coronavirus here in the state of Utah. That is the largest single-day increase since the State Department of Health has begun reporting from the beginning of this outbreak. Now, I have in front of me a statement from Dr. Angela Dunn, which explains these 343 cases. She urges folks not to jump to conclusions. Uh, And later on in the program, I'm going to walk through some of the rationale she presents. Uh, It's compelling stuff. So while you hear that number, 343 new cases here in the state of Utah, and as we move into, uh, you know, more lax restrictions about our movements and practices, uh, she explains it all and puts it in terms uh, that I believe are comforting and come from a position of expertise and understanding. So we'll get to that later on in the program. Right now, though, I am turning my sights on Twitter. Just about an hour after yesterday's program wrapped up, my show here, Live Mike, just after 4 o'clock, I looked down at my phone and I saw that President Donald Trump had tweeted. And if I'm honest, I have been ignoring lately the the tweets coming through from the president when they arrive on my phone. I have an alert there, you know, because I'm in the news business and all. I've got to know what's going on. My phone will uh, vibrate and tell me each time the president tweets. Well, yesterday it vibrated, and I was expecting a call from someone else, and so I looked down, and I see, oh, it's the president, but then the text of the tweet appeared. And you know what it said? At 4.18 yesterday, President Donald J. Trump, at Real Donald Trump, the Twitter handle, he tweeted this, Ogden, Utah, I am committing $64.5 million to build bus service between Weber State University and McKay D. Hospital. Very important services for Utahns. And then he has the Twitter handle at RideUTA. And so I don't think we waited five seconds uh, before Amy picked up the phone and called over to UTA, got on the horn with a spokesperson from the Utah Transit Authority. And joining us now is Carl Arkey. Carl, how are you? I'm great, Lee. And in fact, I had that same vibration. (laughs) Well, when you looked down and you saw that $64.5 million was coming your way, what did you think? Well, I thought, that's a nice way to end the day, Uh, $64.5 million. Of course, uh, I can put this in some sort of context. Sure, please. This is our our Ogden Bus Rapid Transit 
program that we've been working on. It's been in the works for about 20 years, to be honest with you. And we're just reaching that point where we're getting to the point where we can hopefully break ground come this fall. But there's this last piece of funding that needed to go through. And we've been working with uh, the Department of Transportation and with the FTA, the Federal Transportation Administration, on getting this done. And, and all signs were pointing in the right direction, and we were expecting a decision come this fall. But this accelerated it a little bit, so it was a welcome surprise for us, and we're grateful to the president for the funding. Now, help me understand this. In, in the president's tweet, he says that the $64.5 million will go to build a bus service, or to build bus service, rather, between Weber State University and McKay Hospital. Now, I, I know where Weber State is located, and I know where McKay Hospital is located. I can, I, can a, walk, I can walk that in about 90 yes. seconds. <laughs> yes, we're, we're not going, I'll assure everybody, we're not going to build a shuttle between Weber State and McKay D. Um, it's, not, it's not totally inaccurate, it's just not the full picture. Uh, what our system will look like in Ogden will be similar to what we have seen with UVX down in Provo and Orem, mm. where we have a bus rapid transit system that's been very successful and has been really, really embraced by the community down there. And, and a lot of UVU students use it, a lot of BYU students, a lot of people in the public use it. We're expecting the same thing. With Ogden, the uh, the route will start at the Front Runner Station in Ogden. It'll go through downtown Ogden, wind its way east, get to Weber State, drop off students and people there, go across the street to McKay D, and then it'll work its way back to the Front Runner Station. So we have a lot of stakeholders, and we have a lot of people and partners involved who have been working with us, the city, the county, uh, the hospital, the university. There's been all sorts of people who have been partnering with us in this. FDA has been great. DOT has been great great. We want to shout out to them. And we appreciate what the president has done because we were waiting to get word come this fall. And and let me put it this way, Lee, you know how this works. There's still a lot of paperwork that has to be done, mm -hmm. a lot of I's that need to be dotted and T's that need to be crossed. It's never a done deal until the paperwork is finalized, but we feel really good about this. This is a very positive sign. Let me point out one last thing from the tweet, and then I want to ask you about the coronavirus and the impact it has had on ridership. Sure. The last line in the tweet reads, very important services for Utahns. The word Utahns is spelled by the president, U-T-A-H-A-N-S. Let me ask you, are you a guy that adds the A or no? Uh, no, I don't. But do you want to be the one to tell him or, sh or should it be me? Uh, I'll give him a call. Yeah, I'll give him a call. I'll tell him Carl done. told me that he's got a problem and he'd like to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, please don't mention my name. <laughs> no, you're oh, – okay. All right, well, I'll, wait, I'll wait till the check arrives. Yes, exactly. Tell me about ridership in the, in the era of the coronavirus. You know, we're hanging in about as well as any mass transit system in the United States. Every mass transit system is down. It, and although if you, if you look at New York, the subways are packed. People are coming back, and but they have to. They have to. They can't. They can't get in their car and drive in New York City the way that we can here in Salt Lake City. And so uh, we're seeing the same sort of dip in ridership. But we're hopeful that over time it will come back. We're doing everything that we possibly can uh, to enhance our cleaning methods and, and to disinfect and to sanitize our vehicles to uh, to make sure that the public has confidence that they can get on a bus or a train and that they will be safe and there'll be enough room for proper distancing. Outstanding. Those who may have concerns with sanitization and such like that, you, you would put those concerns at ease? You're happy with the procedures and protocols that UTA has installed? 
I ride the bus, I ride the train, and I feel very good about it. I know what our people are doing. I know they, they're up all night cleaning these trains and these buses. Of course, we were always doing that in the past, but we've just stepped it up another notch. And so we're really paying attention to it. We're watching what the CDC is telling us, the State Department of Health is telling us, and I think we're doing everything possible. And uh, I feel confident enough about it to ride the trains and buses. Very good. Uh, oh, you know, I should have asked you earlier uh, about timelines. Sure. I know we still have uh, I's to dot and T's to cross and paperwork to right. fill out, but, uh, and I know the announcement is fresh, but any sense of a timeline for breaking ground on this new project? Uh, it'll be sometime this fall, and I know that's a big, big, ambiguous answer, but it could yep. be October or November. We'd like to get the, the, the final documents in order and make sure that the funding is in place although if the president said it is then we'll take him at his word and then we'll break ground and hopefully we'll be done either at the end of 2022 or maybe even as late as the summer of 2023 but it will be a huge huge boost for ogden it's going to be a great thing for that community excellent looking forward to it carl arkey senior media relations specialist with the utah transit authority giving us the full understanding of the 64.5 million dollars announced by president trump yesterday via twitter bound for ogden utah an important project coming there we'll take a break when we come back after news we will be joined by lieutenant brian einan a co-worker a colleague and a brother of the late officer Nathan Lyday will be my guest next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.